Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chiego Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about My Neighbor Totoro, Minute 3, which starts with the credit for producer still, and then it ends with two sisters waving from the back of a truck. All right, so producer Totohara, and then we get written and directed by... Actually, there's like three credits here. Original yeah. story, screenplay, director. and director. Yeah. yeah. Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki. The auteur himself. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we see going on is those black critters, those puff balls that we mm-hmm. talked about. And then a giant spider. Like, I'm talking giant, like fat. Comes down from the top of the screen. Yeah. This is the first thing that we've seen come... From the top. From the top. And from off screen. Yeah. What kind of hidden meaning is that? Is, is that Miyazaki? Is the spider <laughs> Miyazaki? Is it Miyazaki? Is it like, um, oh gosh. If any of you are familiar with the um, RPG game Undertale that came out a couple years ago. It's like, it's kind of like Mother, which I will talk about later. Okay. Um, where you can choose... The big, the special feature about this game is that you can choose to be pacifist and not kill a single enemy or kill everyone. And you can, I mean, you can mix and be like, well, I'll kill some people, but not others. Like Deus Ex is kind of like that. Yeah. And if you don't kill everyone, then you get like a special ending. And if you do kill everyone, there's like a different ending. So in that game, there's this dog character that just kind of pops up and steals an item from you. And the creator of that game, Toby Fox, is like, I am that dog. Oh. So is this Miyazaki? It's like, I am this spider. <laughs> so what does that mean? What kind of reminds you of Kamaji? Oh, my he's gosh. A big, he's a, like an old dude who's a spider. Yeah. And then these dust, these black things appear in Spirited Away. In Spirited Away, yeah. In Kamaji's room. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm making these connections. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> so... In another parallel to Spirited Away, I don't know which way this goes, but this movie opens with a family on their way to a new house. Oh my gosh, you're right. Which is how Spirited Away opens. And it's three people. It's a three-person family. That's right. I mean, this family is four people, but one person is. Yeah, there's, we'll I mean, there's differences, but yeah. yeah. But they're, yeah, it's basically, and it seems like they're moving to the country. Yeah. In both movies. Two girls, one guy. <laughs> I don't know how far we want to take it. But yeah, but it's similar. So when would you, when you saw this movie or before, you, without looking it up, when do you think this takes place? What year is this movie set in? I didn't understand what that was as a kid, but I think later on in my life, I was always like, oh, this is probably like the 70s or like late 60s or something like that. Why do you say that? I don't know. It's just like the... To me, the coming together of the community to look for one girl, I feel like that doesn't happen a lot nowadays. Hmm. So like, but it did happen back then because everyone knew each other a little better in the community. So I just kind of assumed that's what that was. And plus, like, it's it seems like the technology in this film is dated. You don't really see like a television or like a proper like home phone, like a, a telephone line, I guess, in the house. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's still dated. Yeah. I never really thought about it until I looked it up mm-hmm. for this podcast. I was just 
I thought those kinds of things just could just be explained away by, well, it's it's in the country. And if you visit Japan, you will find that it's not, you know, universally high tech everywhere. There's which a is big, true. Which there's big parts of even the city where people just, you know, there's there's no central heating, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's probably true even in New York. You go to some places like, you know, you, some apartment buildings may have a shared bathroom. Yeah. In Japan, definitely yeah. will have that. Yeah, and as I'm taking French, like my French teacher is telling me that yeah. like, a lot of, like in the summer, there are stores that are like advertising that they have air conditioning to entice you to yeah. buy stuff there. So I just, I never, I thought it could have been present day as far as I was concerned, just because mm-hmm. all these people don't have a phone because they're in the sticks and they're... They got fields and crops to worry about, I yeah. guess. Yeah, but looking it up, mm-hmm. what do you think? What do you think I discovered? What do you think? I think you discovered it was in like the 60s. Uh, 1958. Uh, oh! Yeah, or 55 or something in the mid-50s. So now as I, when I have with that in my head, as I see this this these minutes this week it makes sense Sense, yeah that fits especially when like when you see like the other uh, some other i think we see another bus on the road in mm-hmm. this week and it, oh yeah that looks like a and i think in this minute like the girls assume that like this man in a uniform on a bike is a police officer and that i feel like that isn't your immediate thought when you see someone in uniform on a bike today like police officers don't really ride bikes. I don't ride bikes I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in Japan they do. I mean, we do see that in Pompoko. In the country? Yeah. I mean, we see, we know that Ultraman, when he works as a a (laughs) postal carrier, he rides a bike in the country. Sweat! Oh my God, I love that ad so much. I'm just saying, there's evidence for government workers using bikes. Using bikes, but like, I feel like it's not like a... A police officer associated. Yeah, I don't know why they think that guy is a police officer. Or who he is. I don't know who he is. Yeah, it could just be like a student. Yeah. At first I thought he was a ma- like a mailman. Yeah, that too. But looking at it again with this for this minute, I don't see... It doesn't look like he has a mailbag. Yeah. Looks like he has a briefcase or like a student mm-hmm. book bag. Yeah. And this... So another thing that makes this like in the 50s is this truck that they're this on. This truck. Let's talk about this. It's got three wheels. Yeah. Oh, I never noticed that until now. I just assumed it was... So this was like a thing in the post-war Japan. I think... Is it easier and cheaper to make it like this? I'm kind of pulling this out of my rear end, but I think it's like the government taxed automobiles like by by wheel by wheel yeah and this was a way of like cutting cutting down on the tax you had to pay it was oh okay. we well, only really mm-hmm. need three wheels i mean they're not wrong yeah and so as you see like later in the week that the cab is really built like that guy the driver is sitting in the middle of the cab as we see later in the minute mm-hmm. or later in the week and so like the father is kind of re- really on the side yeah almost hanging out of mm-hmm. the door so that definitely puts it kind of in that in that era in that era yeah i mean this could be like an old truck by by 1955 this could be an old truck already yeah it could be it's a this is a good movie after grave of the fireflies yeah it's like the recovery yeah so they've got all their all apparently their, they're all their stuff everything do you think this is all their stuff or do you think there's like another truck coming later does another truck come 
can't I don't think we see another truck. No, I don't think we do. I'm just asking. I think this is most of their stuff. Yeah. Do you think they're moving like from an apartment? I don't understand why they're moving. Yeah, because even like if... So they have a mother and she's sick. Spoiler. (laughs) Um, Yeah, even like is it a... is it so they get closer to the hospital? Because it's, it doesn't seem like they're close to the hospital that she's staying at. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is just is it always like a, been their dream to move to the country. Yeah, or? is it like a school thing like it was for me? Isn't that why we moved here? We moved here for the school, that's yeah. for sure, yes. Because like, it seems like Satsuki, like she walks home. So it could be like a school uh, thing. Does she walk home? Doesn't she? Like May goes to her school and they both walk home don't they they don't walk to the bus stop they walk to the bus stop for their to like see their dad all right well i guess we'll get we'll figure that out yeah we we'll there. figure it out but yeah maybe like the mom needs like an environment that's like fresh air oh uh, maybe for her sickness because if they lived in the city that's a lot of yeah smog especially in 58 yeah 55 yeah for sure so it might be that okay so let's get so this is a little bit weird after last week. We see two siblings sitting in a moving vehicle, like getting candy out of a package, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did that strike you? No. You, no? That's <laughs> just, just striking me now. This is definitely a different lens. Yeah. Everything isn't tinted red. It's yeah, yeah. lively. This is a very, I mean, it looks like a beautiful day. Yeah, this looks... Just the way that they've... I, I don't know who to credit here, the background artist or something, yeah, but the, the opening, it feels like a great spring day. Yeah, it feels like like if I was on a train from Narita to Yokohama, like I would definitely see crops like this. Just look, the sky looks like a great... I mean, yeah, yeah, it's... So we cut, We see these little, these girls in the back of this moving truck. They're inside. They're like... Did you look up the... A bookcase. The books? No, I did not. So I've I've always wondered what is this guy a professor of their father? Yeah, because you see him writing. Yeah, so I thought, oh, maybe this is our first clue. So I took the time to kind of figure out what these books were. So on the right, it doesn't really this just spoiler alert. This doesn't really give me a clue what. He's <laughs> <professor>. <laughs> on the right is a book of ancient history. Mm-hmm. Kodaishi, right there. That's on mm-hmm. the, on the right, the top book. Right. The book under that is a book of topography fudo okay is like the last the mm-hmm. bottom of that i don't know what topography of what but and then the next two books on that pile on the right you got are one and two <laughs> one and two books about minerals they're minerals marie <laughs> <laughs> and then the the la- the one under that Kanto, yeah, the regions of Kanto or something, or the areas of Kanto, the areas of Kanto, the Kanto region, which is the mm-hmm. plain that, that Tokyo sits on. Yeah. And then the the bottom of that pile yeah. is a book of photographs. Yeah, like a photo album. See, <laughs> Yeah, that's all we can see. And then over on the left, the pile on the left, the top one it looks like it's a it's an anthology of world literature what it looks like yeah sakai bunkaku bunkaku zen something it's probably an anthology and the next two i think they are i'm not sure i think they are what 
major works for boys and girls. So, like, at the top, it's like... Oh, shonen, shoujo. Yeah. So, boys and girls, uh-huh. like, major works of, or, you know, famous works. Yeah, meisaku, is that, am I reading? Famous works of literature for boys and girls. Yeah. So, this is just, like, stuff they have around just for their kids' education. Yeah, there's, if you ever look through the kids' section of, like, a Japanese bookstore... There's a bunch of books. It's just collections of great literature in Japanese, or it's like you can read like one story in five minutes and learn about something science related or something like history related or whatever yeah. the like. So it could be something like, like little that. biographies of of people. Yeah, people. From, yeah, famous historical figures. Mm-hmm. Or like Olympians from Japan or something. They seem like very general subject. Reference like general reference books that you would have. Yeah, is he doesn't really give me a clue to what his specialty is. He could be a jack of all trades and like a substitute professor. A substitute professor. I don't even know, dude. <laughs> what? Because I know there are like some substitute teachers that I have that like have taught me English. They're not professors, though. Oh yeah, he goes to the city to work at the college. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he he teaches at a college. Yeah. Yeah. So what I get from the right is like the geography of Kanto, like a geography and minerals. So maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be studying archaeology. Yeah, archaeology. All that would fit ancient history, minerals, topography. Kan like the ge- yeah of Kanto, like ancient yeah. history of that region. And on the side, it just seems like he's a dad. <laughs> yeah, it's their children's library. Mm-hmm. And like the world anthology thing could be for them when they get older okay so they're eating caramels yep satsuki offers one to her dad he says aren't you tired and I, so there's a couple things here that i didn't when i looked up the japanese mm-hmm. like i don't these are expressions i don't hear a lot in the japanese i'm exposed to right which isn't a lot but he says uh kai. yeah did you recognize this tabirita like kutabireru? Yeah, like I guess that the the present yeah the dictionary form of that verb would be yeah. tabireru, which I couldn't find when I look it up like on jisho.org mm-hmm. or on Jim Breen's. Um, you couldn't find it. If I looked up tabireru, I could not. It didn't pop up. When I looked up tabireta. It came up uh, on jisho.org from like taboe. Taboe. I'm sorry, not taboe. Tatoe.org. Mm-hmm. org. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever gone that side. It's like no. you look up a word and it gives you example sentences that uh, use that word. Tatoeba. Tatoeba.org. Yeah. So for Starts example. With, it's, I think it started with Japanese, but you can do it. And that's how I use it. But I think it mm-hmm. has a lot of different languages. Mm. So it pops up on from that as tired, but yeah. only in that past tense. I can't look up like tabideru. Because it's, I think... This might be like a shortened form of kutabireta. Isn't it? Isn't like? Oh, is that? To be tired. Oh, okay. So is it, okay, kutabireru. Maybe I missed the ku at the beginning. I thought that was a bracket. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that might have happened. So. Oh, that's my bad. Because <laughs> I'm familiar with the word kutabireru, which means like to be tired. Kutabireru. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't, I was bad at looking it up then. Sorry. And then he says, Mojikida. Mojikida. Like, Jiki. Jiki, like we're almost there. 
I usually hear suku. Mosuku. Mosuku. Yeah. I guess jiki could be in physical distance as well. Yeah. Like nearby. Okay. And then why do they, uh, oh, before that, did you look, I love that they're coming up on this bridge. I love the, like the shed on the left side of the road. Oh, yeah. With the roof being held down. By rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and a stick. <laughs> That's crazy. Sweet, strong winds. Did you, so, and as they approach the sign, they see this telephone pole goes by with a sign on it. Did oh, you notice yeah. that? Oh, it does. What does that say? It says Sato no Futon. Sato no so it's futon. like advertising Sato's Futons. Sato's. <laughs> and then the bridge, did you catch the name of the bridge, which is on the uh, post there? What is it? Kawa? No. Kappabashi. Kappabashi. Oh my God. That's. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. That is like a true Easter egg, that's, I think, of this yeah. movie. What is a kappa? A kappa is this, it's this creature that lives in the river. It looks like a turtle. A, re- a real creature? It's not a, a... A mythical creature. A mythical creature. And Gosh. that It looks like a turtle. It's It has limbs and arms like a man, but it looks like a turtle. It's got like a beak and this... And like a flat head. And a flat head. It's it's very golem like. Yeah, it looks very it's got like webbed hands and feet. Yeah. It's very and if it's like a little swamp goblin. Yeah. And it's if it's known to drown children. But if you give it a cucumber Is that right? It'll let you go. So if you ever go to like a sushi place and you want a sushi roll with a cucumber in it, that's called a kapamaki. Oh. T I L Today I learned. Today I, didn't know, I learned. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, but so that's, I think that's very appropriate for this movie. It's very appropriate. A, for, yes. A bridge named after a mythical creature Creature that's kind of close to nature. Mm-hmm. And so why do they want to hide from a policeman? I've done this before. <laughs> um, Just because I don't think it's legal to have people or like... Oh, you to, to have, ride, because it's not safe. It's not safe the at all. The way that they're writing in yeah. that thing is not safe. No, because they're under a book, a, a desk that is that has stuff on top of it that's like extremely There is a heavy. lot of things. There are a lot of things in this movie. Yeah. That would not be considered safe in today's, in today's age of yeah. helicopter parenting. Yeah, absolutely not. So I've done this before where I had to get to one place with a bunch of my friends and we only like and only one parent could drive so my friend was like okay two people are sitting on two people's laps and if we ever drive by a police officer you have to duck (laughs) so it's it's probably something like that where you don't want to get caught doing it okay that makes sense i thought it was just like a game oh like like, hey if you see a police officer let's hide like sweet and sour have you ever played sweet and sour on the side of the road it's where (laughs) Like if you're ever driving for a long time and you're a kid, you you play sweet and sour. You wave at someone else in a car, and if they wave back, they're sweet, and if they don't, they're sour. Okay. So how does that? It's just a game. That it's just a game. It's just fun, you know. Okay. Just like hiding from a cop would be fun. A game. A game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, I wasn't a policeman," and they wave at the man on the bike. Yep. And that brings us to the end of the minute. You got anything else? I have voice actor notes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a thing. So. Um, Satsuki is played by Noriko Hidaka, who is in a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things. So she was Peter Pan in The Adventures of Peter Pan in 1989. 
Akane Tendo and Kanna and Kanna in Ranma one half. You're looking at me like I know what Ranma one half is. Ranma one half. It's a it's a it's an iconic anime. And then she was Seta Sojiro in Ruronin Kenshin in uh nineteen ninety six to nineteen ninety eight. Belmare in One Piece since nineteen ninety nine to present day. Kikyo and Inuyasha in two thousand oh, two thousand four. And then again in 2009 to 2010. Yatsuha and Samurai Champloo from 2004 okay. to 2005. Wow. She was near in Death Note from 2006 to 2007. Oh. Uh, she was... So which one, which character was that? Near? Near is the little kid with the white hair who's supposed to take Elle's place. Don't remember him. Okay. She's uh, She plays Aphrodite in Sweet Purikua from 2011 to 2012 important to me because I was really into Pudikua. She was Masumi Sera in Detective Conan in 2012. She was Dominator's voice in Psycho Pass in 2012. Professor Ursula in The Shiny Chariot in Little Witch Academia in 2017. And Peepy Me in Episode 1A of Pop Team Epic this year. That, that anime. It's a lot is, of work. It's a lot of work. And then we've got Tatsuo, which is the dad. He's, Tatsuo Kasukabe. Yeah, Tatsuo Kasukabe. He's played by Shigesato Itoi, who is well-known in the video game industry as the video game designer for all three mother games. Wait, so he's this voice actor is actually a video game designer. He's done he's, a lot of he's, things. He, yeah, he's uh, multi-talented. Yeah, he's a jack-of-all-trades. He, in addition to that, so he designed the Mother games? Yeah, the Mother series, like Earthbound, Mother. Okay, um, wow. Yeah, I like saw that and was like, w- really? <laughs> um, he's also been a judge on Iron Chef in Japan and like a judge on nice. a quiz show. And he was, and he recently was, um, played the professor in the film adaptation of Norwegian Wood by Haruki... Murakami. Yes. And Shigesato Itoi is known to collaborate with him a lot in writing. I think, yeah, he co-authored a collection of short stories with Haruki Murakami. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Little Renaissance man there. Yeah. Is that? Did we get? Did we hear May's voice or? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, so that's all you got. That's all I got. Okay. Do we get to hear May's voice tomorrow? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe something to look forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow. Here um, on. Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.